0: what's up my social media family welcome to tell space y'all are y'all excited for tonight's podcast because your girl definitely is excited okay y'all look i was so excited i didn't know whether to bring out my teacup or my wine cup for tonight's podcast okay i really didn't know so Go ahead, you know what I'm about to say, go ahead and go grab your wine, go grab your tea, go grab your water, go grab your Kool-Aid, because we about to talk down tonight, y'all. Okay, let's talk. So, tonight, we are going to be talking about your girl being 38 and pregnant, okay? We, we finna talk about that tonight, y'all, because your girl... It's too old. Okay. I know y'all say it's a lot of folks out there having kids after the age of 35 and beyond or whatever. But I didn't think I was going to be having kids at the age of 38. First of all, my first child, my oldest child is 20. I have six kids, y'all. I'm going to do the ages for y'all. So I have 20, 19, 17, 15, and 12, okay? And now I have a six-month-old. Y'all, let me tell y'all. Being pregnant after 35 is a game changer, okay? When I was in my 20s and stuff, you know, it was, it was, I ain't gonna say it was easy, but it was easier, you know, I was able. I was able to have, you know. I was, y'all. I had patience. Okay, I can't even get my words straight. I had patience at that age in my twenties and stuff like that. Um, when I had my son, I was eighteen, but at thirty eight, y'all, I thought I was done. Let me tell y'all. Your girl was outside. I went outside a lot, but I was outside a little bit, you know, enough. I was outside enough. Let's put it that way. So, um, I found out in, let me see, June. I found out in June, um, before my husband's birthday, my husband's birthday is June twenty sixth. So I found out in June that I could be possibly pregnant. Okay. Y'all, that's, that's why I got this yellow cup. Cause I, like I told you, I didn't know where to do a glass of wine or tea. Cause it was both. So I put my wine in my tea cup. Okay. So I found out that I could be possibly pregnant. And how was that? First of all, I was feeling weird. Um, with all my other pregnancies, I, um, Normally I just throw up and I know then that I'm pregnant. I can't stand the smell of stuff. So I know I'm pregnant this time. It didn't happen like that. Okay. So I'm going about my day. First of all, I'm going about my day and I started feeling a little sick, but I always had like little stomach issues, nothing, you know, real drastic or real bad, like acid reflux, stuff like that. So I just thought it was my acid reflux just getting out of hand. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to go to a doctor because everything I eat, it made my stomach hurt. Not nauseous. My stomach was just hurting. So I was like, I'm going to have to go to the doctor and see what's going on because This is not normal. Every time, every single time I eat something, my stomach is hurting. So, I went to the doctor. No, first of all, I took a pregnancy test. Y'all, the pregnancy test said positive. My heart sunk to the bottom of my chest. Y'all. I was so... I don't know what I was. Distraught? I was in denial because I just knew I wasn't pregnant. I just knew I was not pregnant. So I was like, nah, I'm not pregnant. So I took another one. It was positive. So at this point, I'm mad. Don't judge me. Okay. I'm mad. I know. I know what I was doing. I'm married. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But I was mad. So my husband gets home and I gave him the little stick that said positive, And I said, happy birthday. He looks at the pregnancy test, y'all. And passes out. <laughs> Not for real, but you know. Passes out. So I was like, I don't know what you're passing out for. Shoot. You know what you did? As if I wasn't there too. You know what you did? So I made me a doctor's appointment just because I was still in denial. I just I was I wasn't um believing what I saw. So I went to the doctor's office and um they asked me when was my last cycle and all that stuff. And so I told the doctor, uh, with the nurse and so they did a pregnancy test. So I had to wait, you know how to do they I had to wait until um um the doctor saw me. So the doctor come in, she comes in, she's a little, um, small Caucasian lady, um, a little older and she comes in and she says, well, Miss Williams, you are pregnant. Y'all looking at her like this. I was like, okay. She said, um, you know, anytime that you are 35 years of age and older, we call this a geriatric um, pregnancy. Hold up, pump the brakes. What do you mean geriatric uh, pregnancy? Baby, I am 38. I'm not 82. So why would this be called a geriatric pregnancy? So now I'm really mad. Now you telling me I'm pregnant and I'm old. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Whatever. I'm still not believing her. Y'all I'm like, I'm like in denial seriously. So then they was like, well, we're going to do an ultrasound and see how far along and all that. So they did the ultrasound. I'm seeing like this little bitty, little bitty pea sized looking thing. And I was, I was still, I, y'all I was just in denial. I just knew I wasn't pregnant. I just knew I was not pregnant. So you know, she give me the rundown. Make sure you're doing this and doing that and taking these and all that stuff. So she was like, "Well, you you know you know what you what you can and can't do. You've been pregnant before, yeah. I was. I I had been pregnant before. Twelve years ago. Twelve years ago, I was pregnant. Okay, twelve. So yeah, I I get it. I do know what I'm doing, but I I I forgot. Okay, I haven't had a baby in twelve years. I forgot. So. I'm still angry and mad at my husband and yeah, don't again, don't judge me. I was mad at him. I don't know why I was mad at him. That was just stupid, but I was. And then I was like, what am I going to do with a baby? Like my oldest is 20. What, what in the world am I going to do? With a baby, I told my husband, I was "Like we were trying to get kids out the house, not bring them in the house. Now we gotta start all over again. Like, do you understand? Like when when this baby is twenty, I'm gonna be almost sixty. Like the math ain't mathing, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm gonna be fine at sixty. I was, you know, fine at thirty-eight. I'll be fine at sixty. But anywho." So, you know, she said, so I was asking her, what all can I do? Because y'all know, let's talk about this. Y'all know back in the day when you was pregnant, the old people told you some stuff that traumatized you. You know what I'm saying? They tell you not to put your hand over your head and all that type of stuff. And do y'all know none of that stuff was actually, you know, true. So I'm asking my doctor what all I can do. And she said, you can do everything that you were doing before you was pregnant. So if you was exercising, you can exercise. If you whatever you was doing before you was pregnant, you can still do. Me, y'all, here's here's the thing about me: when I'm pregnant, I'm very paranoid. Par- paranoid, y'all know what I'm saying? I'm very paranoid. Okay, so I'm I have to make sure that everything is right, everything is going okay because I will call the doctor. Me, I will call the doctor fifty times if I have to. So, during, during the beginning of this pregnancy, um, I was spotting. I've never spotted with any of my pregnancies. So, it was weird. So, y'all, yeah, I called the doctor. They said, it's normal. I was like, it's not normal because I've never done this. Mind you, it's been 12 years since I had a baby. So, I'm like, no, it's not normal because I've never I've never experienced this. And she was like, yes, it's normal, Miss Williams, as long as you're not cramping or anything like that. And you know, you're good. So I was like, okay. So that, that went away and I was like, okay, whatever. So after them, I'm still in denial until it was time for me to have another ultrasound. And at this point, I'm like four months pregnant. And what was crazy is that I didn't tell my friends. Well, I actually did tell my friends a couple weeks after I found out. And how I told them was, you know, I love they know I love to drink wine. Don't judge me, judge your mama. Um, they know I love to drink wine. So they, you know, they would ask me if I wanted some wine. I was like, No, I can't have any wine. And so they was like, What? I was like, No, I'm okay. I don't want any wine. I was like why you don't want no wine. <laughs> I was like, I just don't want to win. I don't want to. So one of them looked at me and they go, you pregnant? And I was like, yes. Y'all, they are jumping up and down. I'm literally almost in tears. And that's the night that all my friends found out that I was pregnant. It was crazy. And so um, after then, I went, I had another ultrasound. And now I'm seeing this baby form. And I'm listening to the heartbeat and I'm falling in love all over again. Um, I did apologize to my husband for you, for those of y'all who's wondering. I know when I'm wrong, okay? So I did apologize to him for being mad because there was no reason for me to be mad. We both knew what we was doing. But um, I was listening to that heartbeat. And, you know, I just, you know, any mothers that that have listened to their baby heartbeat is just something about that and you just fall in love. We're listening to that heartbeat, but again, what they don't tell you about being pregnant is that yes, it's a joy and it's it's so great and it's so amazing to carry a life, but it's so stressful too, especially with me because, like I said, I get very paranoid, so I have to every time I go to the to the doctor for my checkups, my heart is beating fast because I don't know if they're going to find a heartbeat. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to tell me some bad news. So every time I go, my heart is just pounding out of my chest because you just never know, uh, when you're, when you're pregnant, what's going to happen because it can go so many different ways. Um, with my second child, um, he was born premature. I had him when I was, um, well, actually he was trying to come at five months and then, um, I actually had him when I was seven months. So I was already scared um, with, with that being said. So me being 38, it just, and then she's telling me that it's a geriatric um, pregnancy and she's telling me all the risk and, and things like that. It just really scared me. It didn't make me say, yes, I'm having a baby. It just scared me even the more of having a child and what all that entails. So, you know, Men don't understand the scary part of having a baby. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting here and my heart is pounding out of my chest. And so every time I got good news, I was like, oh, God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Um, I will pray every time I go in there and I will pray every time I come out. Um, So I was having to watch everything that I ate. I'm a pretty good eater anyway, because I don't really just eat junk food like this. I, I was a pretty good eater. Um, I just didn't eat enough. So I had to up my intake because I was eating for two now. So um, I told my kids, y'all, let me tell y'all. So me and my husband, after we went um and got the ultrasound, we finally told the kids and y'all, these kids roasted me. Do you hear me? Roasted us. That's like, do y'all know how y'all, how old y'all are? Why y'all up here having kids? Y'all know how old y'all are? Y'all are too old to be up here having kids. And then one of my children said, so y'all, y'all just been up in there doing stuff. I'm like, "Uh, well, we, we married. So if that's what you want to call it, but you know, yeah, we've been up in there doing stuff. And then my oldest son, he said, well, I'm going to tell you like this. You laid down and had it. You going to, when it when the baby come out, you make sure you carry that baby on your back. Since y'all, since y'all laying down having kids. I was like, whatever. But, um, they were surprised. And then they thought we was lying. I thought we was playing a prank on them until I showed them the ultrasound. Then y'all, they had to the, like, they are examining the ultrasound as if, you know, we're lying. They're looking at the days. They're looking at the name, all this stuff. So. Uh after they found out uh it was crazy. After they found out, they started like immediately taking care of me, immediately. Um they started cooking, they started making sure that I had anything that I wanted and they they made sure that I wasn't stressed out. So, um kudos to my kids cuz they took care of me my whole 9 months including my husband. They they took care of me. But I it was crazy. What's crazy about me being 38 and pregnant? It was that was that my mom was 40 when she had me. I'm the last baby that she had. And now I'm 38 with a 6-month-old. So it's like, you know, I've followed after my mom and had a baby late. Um but it was crazy. This pregnancy was so different from the others because um it was a good pregnancy, all in all. But I was so careful with anything that I did and anything that I ate because I already knew my age uh, was a huge factor in in having this baby. And I knew that I was pretty healthy and stuff like that. But you, you guys, none of that matters when you're having a baby um, because things things can go wrong at any time. And I'm just thankful. That I did have a successful pregnancy. I'm thankful um, that God did allow me to have a baby, and He was healthy, and so was I. But, um, so I started, you know, thank God for TikTok and all that stuff. So I'm starting to look at TikTok, and I'm looking at these different women who was going through labor. Labor was the most, oh my God, horrifying thing that I didn't want to think about. Okay. I was so scared to think about going into labor because I know how painful it is. So I'm looking at TikTok and I'm looking at all these different women and I'm looking at all these different ways that they are coping with, um, having their kids and going through labor. And I saw this comb method, this. So I was like, you know what? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to try that. I'm going to, you know, have a comb when I, when I go into labor and all that good stuff. So, uh, when I pack my bags and all that stuff, I, I, I put a comb in there to make sure that, you know, I had that when I went into labor, but, um, I remember going to church and I, I sung on the praise team y'all the whole nine months I'm singing. I'm up there. Um, the praise team, they took good care of me. So shout out to my church. I love my church. Y'all. So they took good care of me. They made sure that I didn't move too much. They made sure that, um, I didn't trip. I didn't fall. They made sure I mean, I got fussed at for wearing heels and all this stuff. They, they made sure that I had water, that I had a fan when I got too hot. Um, it was, it was everything that I needed and more with this pregnancy that I, I got more support than I've ever had throughout any of my pregnancies. And it was, it was just different, but it was a good different, you know? And so I'm, I'm sitting in church and about, I guess I could say probably, um, a couple of weeks before my due date, I stopped singing. And, um, it was just because I, I started getting out of breath. I started getting really, really tired. And, um, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take it easy these last couple of weeks. And we're just going, to you know, do that. And then, and then I was doing hair, you guys. So, I'm standing up doing hair while I'm pregnant. Um my last couple of weeks before I went in um for labor, well before I went into labor, um I had two clients. I told them I said, "Hey, um if you guys are coming, you better come on now because I don't know when this baby is going to come and you guys won't be able to get in after that um uh, for a good little minute." So both of my clients came that same day. Y'all, that night was crazy so I kept going you know I was going to the doctor because you know after a couple of sessions you start well appointments I'm sorry you start going every week so I'm going to my weekly appointments and my doctor she's like well you're only like two centimeters dilated but um I can feel the head he's really low and so oh you know what let's go back so we found out what I'm having, right? We did the gender reveal. I gave it to my friends or whatever. And what was crazy is that we was hoping for a girl, okay? Because I have, I have three boys. I had three boys before this last night. I had three boys and two girls. So we just wanted to even it out. I was like, babe, let's. Do, we we just we just really need a girl. Let's even the score, three and three. So he was like, okay, yeah, that's what we want. We want a girl. So we had picked out her name and everything. So I go to the doctor. I get the little envelope. I drop it off. We get to the, y'all, first of all, I had the gender reveal the same day I found out what it was. So I'm giving the, I'm passing the envelope. The gender reveal happened that same night. I didn't want to wait. I wanted to know what we was having. So we go to the gender reveal. We're playing the little baby shower games and all that stuff. And so at the end, and I have pictures, y'all, to show my face. At the end, we they pop out the little um, confetti, and it's blue. Y'all, my face was so ugly. It was so scrunched up. I was like, hey, what a boy. I wanted a girl. And everybody, my whole family, the the girls, the the boys, they was just like we wanted a girl, but that <laughs> we was we was a little sad at the um, gender reveal, but um, we got over it real quick. We got over it. Um, I started saying, you know what? I just want a healthy baby. I don't care anymore. So. We found out that I was having a little boy and um, then we start picking out his name and I'll tell you what his name is in a minute, but we start picking out his name and I start falling in love with, with my little boy. I was seeing to him um, while he was in my stomach the whole time, seeing at nighttime before I go to bed. When I woke up in the morning, I was seeing to him and then I would talk to him and I would pray and I would tell him, I said, Hey, you and mama, we going to get through this. Okay. Yeah. I had to, this is how I had to talk to him in order for me to be okay. So the night I go into labor, um, my doctor kept asking me, did I want a membrane sweep? You know, they coming up with new stuff now. Um, I said, no, I don't want a membrane sweep. And what that is is that they go inside your cervix and they sweep your membrane in order to force you into labor. And so it separates the sack. Um, I think that's what she told me. It separates the sack. Um, so the baby can go ahead and drop and you go going to labor. I didn't want that. Because I feel like if you go in and swipe something, you may swipe something and mess something up. So don't worry about it. But um, I told her, I said, no. I said, i tell you what. I said, if I go over my due date, then I'll think about doing a membrane sweep. And she said, okay. So, my due date was February twenty seventh, I believe. I believe. Um, so we were, I had did hair, and then that night. I kept feeling some pains and I told my husband, I said, he said, Well, he said, but you want to go to the hospital? I said, No, I'm okay. So I took a shower, lost my mucus plug. For those of you who don't want to listen to this, I'm sorry. But lost my mucus plug. So I was like, okay, well, there really don't mean anything. It can, but it really don't mean anything. So y'all, I'm hurting. I'm hurting so bad. My I told my husband, I said, Go to sleep. I'll wake you up when I need to wake you up. So I'm hurting. Um, my daughter is at work and she comes home. It's like 12 o'clock. She's knocking on the door. I open the door and she's like, mom, what is wrong with you? I said, I'm in labor. And she said, what, what? Oh my God. So she's running all around the house. We're getting the bags packed and put in the car. My husband is still asleep in the bed. I haven't woke him up yet. So we're getting the bags packed and put in the car. I go in, I tap on the shoulder. I said, babe, I think it's time because I'm hurting so bad. And he said, okay, babe. So he gets up, I run upstairs, tell my mom, I said, mom, mind you guys, my mom is not going to go to the hospital. That's just not her deal. She don't do that. She never have, like if she do go to the hospital, she's going to be in the waiting room. She's not going to come in because she hate to see her children in pain. She's not going to do it. So, um, we get in the car. I got the comb y'all. They had a different comb, but I had like a rat tail comb, a rat tail comb. So, you place the comb, like, in between, like, where my fingers are. You place it in the palm of your hand. And what is, like, a therapeutic thing. So, what it does is that the teeth of the comb pressed into the palm of your hand um, makes you concentrate on that instead of your labor. So, it was working. Every time I had a contraction, I would squeeze that comb into my hand. And until the contraction went away. So we're in the car, y'all. I know the hospital is like 30 minutes from my house. We made it there in like 10 minutes with my husband driving. So we get there. I'm trying to be gangster. I'm getting out. I'm hurting so bad. My girls was like, mom, we're going to get your wheelchair. I was like, no, I just, I just walk. I just walk. And so they was like, you're going to walk. I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to walk. I'm going to walk. Y'all them I'm hitting real bad. I said, get the chair, go and get the chair. So they get the wheelchair and they don't know where to go. Um, cause this is our first time being in this hospital. So they didn't know where to go. We didn't know where to go, but all they know was that I was hurting. So the, um, check-in, um, person or clerk in the emergency room, she was like, y'all moving too slow. Y'all need to get this lady to labor and delivery. She's like, go this is this way and turn blah, 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 blah. So we get in the elevator. We going up and y'all, we get up there. The nurse is slow. She's going so slow. I'm in pain. And she's like, what's your name? Um. Okay, Um. go ahead and fill out this paperwork. I'm like, lady, I can't fill out no paperwork. I'm hurting. So my husband getting the paperwork from her, he's filling it out. And then my my daughters, they looking at her, they's like, she's in pain. And she's like, okay, we're going to get her back. Like she has no concern. We're going to get her back. So I'm giving her the paper. We're just sitting there until somebody called me back. So they called me back to the back. And the lady was like, how far are your contractions? said, they're five minutes apart. So she was like, okay. So she checks me, y'all. I am eight centimeters dilated. She was like, oh, we're going to go ahead and put you in a room. So they give me the gown, put me in a room. I'm still dealing with this comb. She was like, oh, you know what you're doing. You got your comb and everything. Baby, I don't know what I'm doing. This is TikTok. So I got the comb in my hand. I'm squeezing it and squeezing it. Yeah. By the time... First of all, my doctor, she told me, she was like, well, um, I don't work on a weekend. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to let them know that you are a VIP patient. Look at, look at God, you're VIP. So she was like, let them know that you're a VIP patient and to call me so I can come up here. So I let them know who I was and told them who my doctor was. So my doctor was at home. She made it there, y'all, literally in five minutes. They thought that she was already there as quick as she had gotten there. So she gets there. She checks me. She was like, I'm going to go ahead and break your water because there's nothing there but sack. She was like, and by the time I do that, you'll be ready because I think you're actually like a nine, almost 10. So I'm going to break your water. She broke that water. Y'all them pains start coming like no other. Do you hear me? So I'm squeezing the mess out this comb, about to break it in half. At this point, I'm looking at my husband. I'm squeezing his hand. He's looking at me. I'm like, I can't do this. And and he's rubbing me. He's like, babe, you got it. I promise you, you got this. So I told her, she was like, let me know when you get ready to push. So I told the doctor, that I'm ready to push. The doctor comes in and I'm pushing. His head pops out. I'm thinking He's completely out. I'm thinking that I'm real gangster. y'all. Lie, I and puts put shout out in one push. now So she was like, you got one more pushing you. I'm like, Oh my God. I'm looking at my husband. He's like, baby, I promise you, you got this. Just one more push, push. He comes out and I'm literally in tears. I'm crying because of the journey that I went through with having this baby. And being with my husband, and this was just a so it the moment was just so emotional. And um, I'm looking at my baby, and I'm happy, and he's healthy. And we were, um, me and my husband we were just looking at each other and we we're crying. Well, I'm crying, he's not crying, he's just looking at me. And so, um, of course, you know, we bring him home or whatever. So, yeah, we finna get to the real issue. So now, I'm bringing this baby home. Okay. And it's, it's completely different. My patience is, it's not where it used to be. And so I don't, I want to ask all you mothers out there. How y'all do it? Can y'all tell me like I'm 38. I barely, I barely know when I'm breathing. Okay. I I need, I have a timer on my phone. Y'all to tell me when to eat because I forget to eat. I, like, I get up in the morning, I have to tell myself, go ahead, girl, brush your teeth, if you don't brush your teeth now, you probably won't be able to. I can't take a bath until like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Y'all, it's hard. My mind ain't where it used to be, okay? I thank God that I have my husband and my kids and my mom to help, but y'all, your girl be wilder now because I don't be understanding how y'all do it now. I don't even know how I did it five times before. And now on this sixth one, y'all, life be lifing, okay? This little boy, he's six months now, but this little boy is like none other, okay? He's a true definition of a boy. He just gets into everything. Y'all, I barely eat. Then I'm breastfeeding, so I feel like a cow. I feel like. He just used me for my milk, y'all. I don't know, y'all. I thought the pregnancy was the hardest thing. It's the after, okay? And then I went through postpartum depression, okay? That That was, that's another thing that we don't talk about enough. That postpartum depression almost sent me out. Do you hear me? Crying almost every day. It was just, it was a lot. It took a toll on me. And I didn't want to be around nobody. I didn't want nobody talking to me. It was a lot that I went through, um, the first six weeks. Thank God that, you know, that phase is over, but I just want to shout out all of my mothers. I don't care if you are over 35 or under, if you are pregnant, shout out to you guys, because it's a lot to deal with, um, um, going through postpartum depression. It's a lot to deal with being pregnant um, at the age of 38. It's a lot to deal with being pregnant period. Um, Making sure that you're okay, that that baby is okay. It's a lot mentally on you that, that goes into this. Um, I almost had a mental breakdown because of everything that I was trying to do. My husband had to tell me, babe, Let us do some stuff because me, y'all, I try to do everything. It's like, we're here to help you. Let us help you. And I I had to take some of that stress and pressure off of me because I just wanted to be a good mom. And I just wanted to do everything. And I had to realize that I I couldn't do everything. I needed some help. And that's what I want to tell you guys. If you're pregnant or or you're trying to get pregnant or whatever make sure you have a support system. I haven't always had a support system through my pregnancies. Make sure that you have a support system because it helps. And postpartum depression is no joke. Like seriously, it's no joke. So take care of yourselves. All you new moms, all you moms, are you women that are striving to be moms? Um, take care of yourself. Take care of that baby. Um, make sure that when it's time that you have read up on everything, because although that I've already had five kids, there are so many things that I learned during this pregnancy that helped me out. That comb method helped me out so much. Me knowing that I could exercise. I did a lot of exercise and still while I was pregnant, i used my exercise ball. I did a lot of things, stretches and all that stuff that I didn't do with all of my other kids because I was so scared. Like, read up on everything, um, before you have a baby and while you're pregnant, just do your research, be healthy, be good to yourself, take some time out, take some me time. Um, when you have that baby, get some, some, um, mental stress off of you. Let that, that daddy have that baby sometimes and mama's, you go get you some rest and, get you something to eat and clear your mind, okay? Because being 38 and pregnant y'all is no joke. But I love my little boy. His name is Kingston Joel. And Joel is from my father, um RIP Joe. Joel is from my father and Kingston is because Um, I looked up his name and it says he's a king's reward. He's, he's a reward of the king. So uh, I chose his name for a reason. Um, His whole name has a meaning to it. And that little boy is loved um, beyond measure from my church family, from my immediate family, from his siblings Um, he's, he's loved and he's so spoiled. So again, shout out to all my mom and my mom's to be, I love you guys. Take care of yourself. Get some rest, get some mental rest, um, get some physical rest and you guys take care of those babies. I love y'all. Good night.